podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening everyone, welcome to Club at 22, your Rangers podcast. We are live on YouTube this evening to discuss all things Rangers, which there is plenty of this week. Um, I am your host Ryan Haymarch, thanks for tuning in, I can see lots of you in the comments um, and I've logged in this evening, so get involved, get the questions in. Uh, I know Ali wants to discuss about his pizza toppings like the last time. So get those kind of questions in. The guys will answer them and uh, we'll get, get you involved as much as we can tonight. Um, we have surpassed the 5,000 subscribers. Um, I think that may have been assisted by one or two of that mob across the city. Um, but we are very thankful for any subscriber who is of the blue allegiance, let's say. So thank you very much for signing up. There's quite a few of them. I can see who was that I just put up there. Aldo. Yes, Aldo. Obviously, he's been a, a member for 19 months now. Thank you very much, mate. Uh, tell your friends, get subscribed and get us to the 6,000 mark. It seems to be that's the only thing we can we can go for at the moment is subscribers. <laughs> Subscriber <laughs> milestones at the moment. <laughs> uh, we have had a changing room um, captain's a rally cry there just before we came live there. It was, it was very fitting from Carney. Um, he's he's looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to see what he says tonight. Uh, so before I introduce him, I will introduce first of all Ali Pearson. How are you getting on this week? Uh, I've had better weeks. I'm away in holiday on Sunday, Ryan. So there's a positive for you. So um, I don't need to think about Rangers. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to discussing um, the shit show that was um, was last night. And thank you very much, um, Gordon Addy, for the super sticker as well. Much appreciated. Yeah, thank you very much, Gordon. Off to fly with that. We really appreciate that. The donations that um, they really help the pod. As Carney always says, we'll just try to get to that next level, bring you as much content and, and the best content we can. And we hope it comes across, especially at times like this. Um, and last but not least, the captain, as I said, he gave us a rallying cry <laughs> before we logged on here. I'm not going to quote what he said before we logged on, but it was a motivational speech. Mr. Carley, how are you today, mate? Any better last night? No, thanks, mate. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, no, I'm not, mate. No, um, I we're always honest in this podcast, and I actually said that I have to talk about Rangers for another hour. Do I have to? But no, I I generally do enjoy the podcast. I really do. But just now, it's just it's really hard going. It's an absolute slog. I'm feeling better about last night, mate. I think people people will be able to tell with the stuff we're about to talk about tonight that probably not. No, I'm probably not feeling better. But hello, chat. Hello, everyone. Thank you, Aldo. I've been mentioned for the member for 19 months, which is absolutely bonkers, mate. Thank you so much. And to Gordon, thank you very much for the super sticker. So, hi, let's let's do this, gentlemen. Let's do this. There's plenty to chat about. Um, obviously, we are here to mostly chat about the, the Limassol game last night and the, the performance, which I'm sure everyone in the comments will want to have their say about as well. So, get involved. And we'll discuss the upcoming SPFL game against St Mirren as well. Um so we can discuss lineups, etc. With that one now, firstly, I just want to start the pod with sending best wishes to Michael Moles. I noticed on social media today that he had been recovering from an operation after having a brain tumor. 
Um, so he's recovering in a hospital in Amsterdam. So uh, certainly from everyone at Club at 22, and I'm sure anyone in the comments as well, um, good luck to Michael Moore as we think about him and hope he recovers well in the hospital in Amsterdam. Moving on to the performance last night, Rangers went down 2-1 to Limassol in the second um, match in the group uh, Europa League. It was an interesting performance, let's put it that way. I'll let the boys ever say before I start tearing in because apparently I chat too much when I'm hosting games, even mum and dad. <laughs> Ali, what was your opinion on the game last night? How did, uh, how did you view the game? Did you view it any different from me and Carly? No, I listened to you boys when I was walking back from the pub last night, actually. I had the podcast on when I was walking back. Um, Did you actually? I don't know if I believe that. Did you actually? Did you? I swear on my niece's life, Millie. There you go, which I would never do. No comments. You would never do. Did you listen to it live? No, didn't we? We went live. We didn't go live last night. Uh, no. You could have said we were live, Carl. You could have went that and just flung them under the bus there. That's true, well, mate. We could have, yeah. I listened to you, and then I actually listened to Heart and Hand after you as well. So I listened to, to both of them. But um, but no, last night was an utter. I mean, Carl, I spoke to you at half time on the phone, but last night, Ryan, was an utter sham. I didn't think it Kenny was for Saturday. There was a bit of me before the game last night, Ryan, that thought, these players might actually sh- maybe show something. And that, that was on me to, to think that, Ryan, to be honest, because what we've seen this season, they're not going to show anything. I thought it was embarrassing. I thought they were pathetic. The only guys I'd give pass marks to Butland again. Um, and Seema, I thought, tried. His, his ability isn't great, but he tried. Apart from that, some of these players, Ryan, they need to go now. The manager who comes in needs to be ruthless. And um, some of these players, for me, shouldn't be playing for Rangers going forward. And we'll obviously get into that. But the performance last night, for me, was it was dreadful. Again, simple, the, the basics of football, Ryan. Passing a ball to each other for five yards. John Lundstrom, awful last night. Um, I could go through them. The goals we conceded against, let's be honest, a very average side in Limassol last night. They're probably, they, they are the worst team we've played in the Europa League group stages by a country mile. Um, I think I was listening to Heart and Hand last week and they were doing the kind of preview to Limassol and they said Limassol sold their captain, some 20-year-old boy, to Motherwell and he can't get a game for Motherwell. So that kind of shows you the level we were playing last night, Ryan. But again, we played a team last night that wanted it more. They wanted it more. Um, We didn't want it. We chucked it again and you've got Stephen Davis, who's supposed to be well-respected in, in, in the dressing room, and Alec Ray, and they've thrown them under the bus as well, along with Michael Beale and umpteen other managers. But it was shocking, Ryan. But am I shocked in the cold light of day today? No, not at all. No, and why would you be? Because, unfortunately, this isn't the first time we've been here. This is not the first time we've been here with these players. This is not the first podcast we've done, and we've said they've looked as if they, know, they have no hunger or desire for, for the shot and I don't think it matters who, who's in the dugout for us, mate. I think these players just don't, they don't have the hunger, they don't care enough. They, they talk a good game. Carney, you were emotional to say the least last night and, and completely understandable. I think it came across well. Um, I think people reacted to it well in the, in the comments. I was following them today. There was one comment who said we were being negative last night. Shocker. Um, <laughs> how... <laughs> How um I don't know if you spotted it. Um I was right on him anyway, but I somebody said we've been negative. How how are you viewing it today? Do you think you were 
overreactive? No, I do not think I was overreactive, mate, and I I do not think um I do not think I'm not going to take anybody saying that we will be negative. I'm just not having that at all. If you if you can find a positive in last night for anything on a longer Rangers perspective, apart from that we're still in the group because everything's level again. Um, if you take that away and you can still find a positive, I want whatever you're taking and I'll have it prescribed to me for the rest of this season, please. Uh, definitely. Uh, thank you to Robert and to and Royal Blue for becoming new members as well. That's tremendous. Somebody else did as well, Rangers Loyalist, I think it was. Um, thank you so much for becoming members. That's really, really, really appreciated. Um, the bare minimum we expect of a Rangers team, of a Rangers player, is effort. That's it. If you are giving your all, no matter how poor a football player you are, if you're giving your all, we'll accept it. We will accept it. It's been a long time since I've watched a Rangers team and I can't really remember off the top of my head one being worse than that in terms of visibly being able to see players going, I'm not doing this tonight. I'm not going to give effort. I'm not going to bother. I'm not even going to pretend that I'm attempting to do it. We had players marking themselves out the game last night. We had players hiding in plain sight. We had players nowhere near the standard that we are looking for with the wages they're getting paid and the monies that are getting spent on them. It was just a massive eye-opener, um, I think, last night. And I say, I, even at the start of the pod last night, I mentioned that I, I could I could bear, a, in some respect, in some element, if you like, see a, a bit of sympathy for Beale. Um I'm maybe over the top there slightly, uh, but I, I think I'm all meant on if this is the players that you've got to work with and this is their attitude that they have, there's no manager in the world that will come in here and the players that started that game last night and make them care about playing football, there's no manager in the world that will. There is no hunger left anymore. Michael Beale has left us in a mess, an absolute mess. We have let players go that arguably should have stayed. However, on the same hand, I don't like the Dessers as not very good, so we should have kept Cholak. Just because one player isn't good enough and one that we let go is considerably slightly better than him, it still doesn't for me, it's still he's still not good enough to play for Rangers, if that makes sense. Like Cholak was a good he was a decent option to have, but none of us, there's nobody on the entire planet, I don't think as a Rangers fan, that would have accepted us going into this season with him as our main striker. So it's it's all easy to see these things in, in hindsight. Now I don't know what we do now. I don't it's we've got to a point now where we are so desperate for a new manager to come in. Um but I don't know who it's going to be and I know we'll come on to the names that are linked. But I, I just I still can't really get my head around just how poor and how blatant the team were last night about how much they didn't want to do it. Um they just there is nothing left of the team, really nothing left of the team. Um, if you think I'm being negative, then as I say, I'm I'm more than happy to take that one. I really am because there's nothing, there's nothing to, there's nothing for us to get into. There's nothing for us to feel pride about in what we're seeing on the pitch. So um, no, I'm not feeling any better at all, mate, about what I'd seen last night today. Great, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We've been club at twenty-two. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, yeah, no. No, it's, I think it was Timothy Sharp said he thought we weren't negative enough. Um, I am trying, Timothy. I am trying. <laughs> uh, I think you make some really good points there, mate. Um, 
they just the team for me look as if they look as if they're like at the end of a long hard season and they've run out of energy and that kind of they've got a cheek to be like that because the season's not even started yet and they just look they lack energy they, they lack tempo desire everything that we keep mentioning exhausting exhausting these terms on this podcast and it's where I want a manager, whoever is coming in, I want them to be watching this just now and going, I don't need to go into that changing room and look these players in the eye. I've seen it from my own my own eyes. You've just you've thrown manager after manager under the bus and now a good friend of yours where I'd imagine is a good friend of a lot of players in the, the changing room, Stephen Davis, who's a Rangers legend, and that's how you turn out and play for them. They're an embarrassment to themselves and I wouldn't I wouldn't, I wouldn't cry over uh, not seeing any of them in a Rangers jersey ever again. That's how strongly I feel about this. I don't care if they go and score a penalty on Sunday or if one of them gets a clean sheet and scores from a corner or whatever. The time's passed. They've, they've been a disgrace to the jersey and it's just, yeah, that's where I'm at with it. There's another clip for, for that mob. Um, <laughs> Ali, I'm going to get into a few individual performances because I want to talk about senior players. Um, thank you very much, Gordon Addy, and welcome to the, the channel, Jordan Brown. I want to speak about James Tavernier. I regularly go for James Tavernier. I get shot down a lot. A lot of times he leaves with my egg in my face. But I do think I've got a, a huge point in saying I feel as if James Tavernier has been on the decline for a while now. I think with Rangers maybe not getting penalties and him not getting his assists, I don't think he's getting to hide as much. I think his teammates are letting him down as well. But I think overall his standards have dropped. And I thought he was absolutely shocking again last night. Um, how did you view the Rangers captain's performance last night, Ali? Abysmal, if I'm being honest. Um, pathetic. I thought, he's not been great this season, Tav. I've, me and Carney as well, we've stuck up for Tav for quite a while, to be honest. We've kind of fought his corner to a point, Ryan. You're all you're on the F sake brigade. <laughs> um, but do you know, Ali? Just just so just to interject here, I, I understand why you have backed him up because, like, what Carney always says, and it sticks in my head, he's he's spot on. History will be kind to him, and it will be because we're angry just now. But, but listen, value for money, yeah, he's been eight, like yeah. so. I totally get why he's back him. But what can you what can you say now, Alex? Sorry, yeah, but, yeah, but you need you need to base it in the here and now and where we are at this point. He's he's lost that yard of pace, which was his his main weapon, if you want to say Ryan getting away with bomb down that wing. He's lost that now. Um he doesn't have that anymore. For me, for me, he should be moved on. For me, Ryan, the next Rangers manager who comes in, which I would hope is in June International Break. And this is quite a strong shout to say this. And I didn't like it when um it happened to, to Amaruso and Barry Ferguson got the captaincy, but I was stripped to have the captaincy when a new manager comes in. I want a new manager to come in and be ruthless with these players. Absolutely ruthless, Ryan. Um, and I think it would send a statement out. To, I like Tav. I like Tav as a player. Going forward, I'm looking at next season as well. Do I think he's the Rangers right back for next season? No, he's not. We should be looking to replace him. Um, and it's, it sounds quite bad because he, he has offered a lot for Rangers. You, you look back to when we went to Europa League final, he, he was brilliant in that running. But where we are standing now, Ryan, I want a guy to come in and make a statement. I don't want a guy like Michael Beale coming in the old pals act. You say, Ryan, I want a guy to strip them. And for me, 
the first thing he should do is take the captaincy off of James Tavernier. And I would give it to Jack Butlin, because for me, he's the only guy, I think, who's a leader in that Rangers team. I don't like goalkeepers as um, captains, I'll be honest, but he's the only guy I see as a leader in that team at the present point. So it's a big call, what I've just said there. I'll get slaughtered in the comments, probably. But um, <clears throat> if I was the next Rangers manager come in, that's what I would do, because to me, it sends a statement out to these other players that none of these are safe. Do you know, Ali, it's funny because I think the mood's changed amongst the Rangers fans and I've always said James Tavernier splits the Rangers support like no player I've ever known in my time following Rangers and I am starting to see the kind of the pendulum swing a wee bit in terms of people. I'm not saying they're in the FS brigade, uh, FFS Tav brigade like me, but I know that people are getting a bit tired of Tavernier's performances and the constant waving the arms and looking at everybody else when something goes wrong. And I think people, I think Rangers fans are just screaming out for change, mate. I think that's what it is. I don't think it's too personal against Tavernier. I think it's so blatant in front of us that we need change. Whether it's captaincy or, or just at right, the right-hand side of Rangers, we just, we need freshness and change. Carney, I don't, it's not nice to just focus on one player because... He's a, but he's a captain, so he's got to, he's got to take this criticism because he definitely gets applauded when we're doing well and and things are going well for him personally as well. He's individual accolades, whatever. But what's your view on this? I'll just leave it at that. What's your view? What what do we do going forward with that, James Tavernier? I think he needs dropped. Right, that's a, an absolute cert. Um, Duncan, thank you so much um, for the the super sticker, mate. I really do appreciate that. It's, very kind of you. Um, I think he needs dropped, um, and I think that almost solves a problem that you don't really need to have a, a changing of the captain, if you like. And I don't mean he needs dropped for like a couple of games. He needs dropped altogether. He should be getting looked to get moved on now because his wages will be astronomical and he's not value for money anymore. Everything, all good things come to an end as far as I'm concerned. And I'm probably a perfect example, Ryan, of what you were saying of people that weren't in the, the FFS Tav Brigade, because I wasn't. Uh, I mean, I've uttered the words, of course I have, like everybody has at, at times. But <clears throat> last night was more, we went a goal down and there was just zero reaction from anybody. There was no reaction from the team. There's no reaction from your captain. And we also always say Tav's not the kind of guy that's going to go up and ball at people. There should still be that element in him where he's going up to players and going, you need to pull your finger out, and including pointing at yourself and saying that he needs to pull his out as well. But there's none of that because I don't believe this is a team, if you like, in inverted commas. I don't believe they're they are all together. I honestly don't. I think it's fractured. I think there's problems within the dressing room. Um, even after Connor Goldson's comments that he made last night, it's like we need to work better as a team. He kept mentioning it. We need to be a team. We need to be together. I don't believe they are. I believe there's problems that run deep throughout that, and I don't know if it's this old guard leadership team that we've we've been led to believe exists within Rangers. But if it is them, then break it up, rip it up, start again. I don't particularly care. They don't they are, they don't need to be a leadership team um, as such. Stripping them of the captain, say I'm not I'm not going to go back on my word. I don't think it achieves very much. Um, but again, it's the new manager's decision to make that. Because I, the reason that I don't think it makes much of a difference is, is 
I believe he'll get dropped. Well, I'm hoping that he gets dropped now because even I'm at the point where I'm going, I've seen enough of you, I've seen enough of Goldson, I've seen enough of Barisic, and I've seen enough of Lundstrom. They're the four that I'm, after last night, I, I can't believe how poor they were as part of the senior squad. Um, they were shockingly, shockingly bad. Their effort, their application, their desire was pathetic at best. So, Removing them from the, the equation, you're going to have to focus on somebody else getting the captaincy. If and when that happens, I think it's a discussion we can have then. Um, but I mean, Butland, I wouldn't be opposed to because I think he's a, I think from what I've seen of him, he's a, he's the epitome of a professional football player. He's very good by the press and he, he's, he looks like he's very good by the fans as well from the videos that we've seen after the game against um Aberdeen, um, when he was talking to fans outside the stadium, uh, he was very calm, um, very calm, and it's exactly what our captain should have been doing instead of walking away. So, yeah, I get the calls now. They say the calls are going to continue to come, mate, that you should be stripped to the captaincy. I think that's, uh, I think that's whether it will happen or not, I don't know, but I do, I and I hope that he is expect he is uh, dropped from the squad going forward because we're stuck in a rut now, and we mentioned it last night, Ryan, between um, you and I, when we're talking, he's guaranteed a place right now. He's guaranteed a start, and it's never good when it's like that. It's, I mean, it's not bad when you've got an informed Lionel, Lionel Messi that you know is always going to start, but you know what I mean by that. Tavernier's, Tavernier's performances don't merit a start anymore, neither do many, many more. Yeah, it's it's so hard to like, it's so hard to make a, a case for him. I do. It's the same with Barisic when I say when I say about Barisic, everyone knows I'm not a fan of him, but you try to play, you try to be diplomatic and think uh, play devil's advocate and think of the other side of the, the coin, but I don't think there's any getting away. James Tavernier for me needs needs to be put on the bench at minimum. He needs a spell out, and I mean a run out where he sits there and he is fearing that he will not play for Rangers again. That's what I want him to fear because I think, like I said with having Goldson. Uh, I think it was um, Blue Nose John that put in the comments. The two of them know they're starters. They know they're going to start every single game. They they ain't training this week thinking, oh, if I don't put it in, I won't be starting on Sunday. They they know they're going to be starting. Thanks in Royal Blue for that uh, five pound donation. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, guys, it's just that's 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 one of the many problems, and it isn't all in James Tavernier. For me. Ali, I, I want to ask you about this. There's so much wrong with this team, and it, and it's you can't put your finger on one thing. But the style for me has to change. The high fullbacks and the reliance on Tavernier and Barisic, or the reliance on the high fullbacks. Let's just say the high fullbacks is a huge problem in our style. That's another thing that I want a manager to come in and go. Do you know what? That ain't our style anymore. It's either this. It's four two three one. It's are going to go long balls to a physical striker for knockdowns. It needs to be something completely different from get the ball out wide and get early crosses in. Because yes, we scored from that goal last night. We didn't even get into the game much. I just I don't think anyone wants to get into the game last night. Seema scored a nice goal, but it came from a deep cross. Success. But it would be another 10, 15 crosses before that. Ali, we didn't do anything with that needs to change. That's a big thing that needs to change in this this Rangers team going forward for whoever comes in. Yeah, that, whoever comes in, I want them to to rip up to a point and give us an identity, right? And give, give us something going forward, something something a bit different. We are so predictable to play against, right? Easiest team in the world to play against Rangers. You know, you know how, how we're set up. You just said there in terms of the fullbacks putting balls into the box. It's um, 
it's been like that for, for ages. Um, Beal came in and had tried to, I don't know what style he was trying to do. I think he kind of, after a couple of games, scrapped it, kind of went to a 4-3-3 at points uh, with Matondo and when he brought Scott Wright. But it was, um, no, I, I want a new manager to come in and give us an identity, Ryan. Give us something to, to believe in going forward. I mean, you look at, you don't like Tony Ben, obviously, the city, but when they brought Postacoglu, that's what he did. He he brought an identity to them and they could see what he was building and he had success with it. That's what I want the next Rangers match to come in and do so we can buy into it and get behind it because at the moment, I don't know what our sort of shape is in the park, Ryan. It's even last night, I, I didn't know what it was at times. Lammers, Scott Wright, I don't know what they were playing half the time. Um, I don't know what they're told. They look clueless in the park, Ryan. They, they need a guy to come in and organise them. Who that is, we don't know. We'll go on to discuss it. But I want a guy to come in and rip it up a bit and um, give us a, an identity going forward. Yeah, you, you, you ought to be going to Irix going like that. This is different. It might not, you might not have the, the utmost faith in it, but you want to go to Irix and go, this is going to be different today. Yeah. This is going to be completely different and the players need to start buying into it. I'll be honest, as soon as it's passed now, as soon as Michael Beale took over and I saw Tavney and Barisic again, I thought, we're in for this again. This is what we're going to go with. I understand Michael Beale's probably thought he was going with a trusted method because it, we got success that one year or, or they did okay and they, they did well in the Europa League run. But that style for me, boys, suits European football. The, the, the high fullbacks suits European football. The static midfielders suit European football. When do we ever see our midfielders breaking the lines and making runs off the ball and flooding that box? You don't see it. And you're right, I don't think you're, you're wrong to say, mention Postacoglu, because he showed how easy it is. He trusted the market. He's a good coach. He's organised and he trusted his process. He trusted his, um, his style of play. And that's how easy it was for him. Uh, Carney, I'm going to go into management because obviously there's been a, talk, a lot of talk about managers getting interviewed potential candidates for the, the, the kind of nineteenth position as as Rangers manager coming in. Um but what what's your views on what needs to change? I know you could talk to him about this till tomorrow, but what needs to change? What's the big things that need to change in this this side going forward for, for Rangers to start for Rangers to start winning games, mate. I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah, and well I just, unfortunately mate, that's the sad reality of where we are. <clears throat> the it kind of needs to change from top to bottom, and and by by top I'm even going to board room level. We're hearing nothing from the board. We've heard absolutely nothing from. Um, you can't do that. That's a good. It's a crack name actually. Um, thank you so much for the donation. That's very much appreciated. Um, we've heard nothing from this our new chairman. We've got no direction. Yes, we can have James Bisgrove saying, look at this amazing uh, Blue Sky Lounge, look at this amazing Edmondson House, which is all great. It's all fantastic. It's all singing, all dancing, brilliant. Yeah, we need direction of where we're going as a team, not as a club, as a team. We, I, I have got reservations right now about the silence that we're hearing from the board. Now, I know that there's obviously things in motion in terms of there's managers getting interviewed and etc. but it's going to have to start from the top down. Um, we're going to have to rebuild the leadership group. We're going to have to rebuild what this team is. We're rebuilding the rebuild, which is probably the one of the most common things that you keep hearing. Is That's exactly what it is. We've made an absolute mess of 
what we've done in the summer. Um, it's not good at all. We've invested money that we're going to make a loss on because Dessers and Lammers are the two for me that have to go. They, they're going to have to be moved on in the summer for, in the winter for a loss because they're clearly not up to the standard, especially Dessers. I say I've never, ever um, seen a striker as bad as him at Ibrooks. He is he's awful, awful bad. Um, so that, we're going to need to start there. We, we need to... I hate saying this, man, but it's true. I feel like the manager needs to come in. He needs to make decisions on who plays and who doesn't. He has to dig into the youth team, pick out and identify players that are ready to try and make the step up, give them a chance to do so. And again, forgive me, for we need to limp to the winter. We need to limp to the winter break. We need to limp to the transfer window so we can try and do something, try and recruit some money where he can, etc. Whatever he's going to need to do, but. I fully expect the board now to come out with something to give us some form of direction of where we're going. I've seen comments as well about should we bring a sporting director in first? I think the manager's the most important thing right now, but second, very high on the priority, I think it's going to be a sporting director or a football director, whatever you want to call it, a director of football, because somebody needs to take control of the recruitment and we can't let a manager just go on his own again because it didn't work. It was a disaster. Um, let's be honest, none of the, the signings have worked. Now, we've still got players to come back, right? And I'm not pinning all my hopes on Cantwell when um, Danilo coming back and Lawrence coming back and that's going to be the answer. It's not, but it's going to be options and it's options that we don't really have right now. But the biggest thing for me is, I'd be repeating what Ali says, the new manager that comes in, mate, has to have a gigantic pair of cojones on him and he has to make calls that are going to piss people off. He can't come in here and try and be people's friends. He's got to come in here and rip it up and pretty much start again and say, you're not playing. I, like you said last night in the post-match, mate, I hope he was watching that, whoever the new manager is, and he's looked at them players and he went, not a chance of you playing football for me. Yeah, I'll still take the job, but there's no chance I'm going with that lot. I'm going to I'm going to do my own thing. And I hope, I hope that is the case, mate, because we're all just a wee bit too fed up of watching James Tavernier Conor Goldson, Davis, um, Barisic, Lundstrom, even Ryan Jack um, now as well, just failing, just failing and not when the chips are down, they don't want to do it because they feel like they don't have to and all they have to do is give a, a silly wee clap to their, the travelling fans or the home support and they'll believe everything's okay as they drive home in their brand new Bentleys. So yeah, um, it's, it's a start again job mate. It really is. Um, and I can say from the leadership from the, the board down, it has to come from the board down now. It has to wave right through the board, right through into the, the management team and right onto the, the playing uh, the playing staff because it's uh, we're, uh, we're all at sea just now. Absolutely all at sea. Well, we're all at sea, all right. Um, yeah, I, I agree in terms of, I think there's there's something deeper than just the players on the pitch. There's a there's a structure problem at the club. When you, we could talk about director of football all night, I think that needs to be addressed. But apparently, we've been looking at a director of football since last year. What are we doing? It's October. Um, we're going to appoint a manager before we appoint a director of football. What if we appoint a manager that doesn't like a director of football or vice versa? It's the structure's all wrong, and the sounds from coming from. I'm not saying I'm in uh, in the know at all, but you hear things through people that Rangers are maybe focused too much on off the park um, revenue, thing, uh, gaining revenue and things like that instead of focusing on the pitch, and, and and it does look like that. But for this board to start connecting with the fans and start getting this club back on track, they will need to show a set of balls. 
and you know what time it is, gents. It's time for a word from our sponsor. Oh, that was seamless. <laughs> thank you, Alistair. Thank you. Worked on that all day. Club at 22 sponsors Manscaped have taken a step up from Balloween to bring your face the cleanest shave it's ever seen. That's better than with some Robbie Burns stuff. So this season, no need to toil and trouble. Manscaped's all-new handyman is the best way to get rid of that stubble. Featuring a compact design and next-gen skin-safe technology, the handyman was designed to give you that smooth finish without the mess of a traditional shave. Get the sweetest treat this Halloween by going to manscaped.com and use code CLUBAT22 for 20% off plus free shipping. The Handyman's skin safe technology will help reduce skin nicks and cuts so you can finally feel confident when going for that close shave. For wet or dry use, feel free to bring this anywhere and everywhere. The compact design makes this perfect travel tool for on the go. The Handyman's capability of shaving up to three days growth without the mess of a wet shave is priceless. Manscaped have also launched the Beard Hedger Trimmer Pro Kit this kit has everything you need to tame your mane. Your Halloween costumes may take effort, but beard grooming doesn't need to. And you can go 20 different beard lengths in just one guard. There's no trick with this treat. Manscaped have you covered once again. Manscaped supports Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, so much that they provided an exclusive offer for all our listeners and viewers. It's get 20% off and free shipping with the code clubat22manscaped.com. That's 20% off for free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code CLUBAT22 for a look as sweet as candy. Get yourself <laughs> handyman from Manscaped. <laughs> you can't have to tell they're American, can't you? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, by the way, and that's, that's me working on it for you, by the way. That was me working on it. Some of it, I was like, Boys. I'm... I'm can't even ask the boys to say that to be fair. Have you tried it, but do you think yes, you think Charlie, that handyman? I mean, it takes me about five years to grow a double, but but see that honestly, it's a game changer, really? by the way, because I, I do brilliant. like a, a wet shave, but um I've used it last year. I'll be taking it um and holding with me, but um you know, get yourself involved with a handyman. Absolutely. Get yourself Absolutely. involved with a handyman. Everybody in the comments, get yourself involved with a handyman, uh, club at twenty-two. Is your promotional code there 20% off and free shipping? It's coming to Christmas, guys, as well. So, I reckon that is a hell of an offer. And you'll help our pod as well. So, thank you for listening to that. It does help us a lot. And thank you, Manscaped, as well, because their continued support keeps us going. Keeps the lights on. Is that the, the yeah. podcast part? I, I don't know. It keeps the lights on. I don't know. Uh, Blue Nose John can manscape by the club and give us a team to be proud of. Well, they'll definitely give you some smoothness, mate. That's for absolute sure. Now, wouldn't that be class, yeah. by the way? Manscaped sponsoring, sponsoring Rangers. <laughs> I'd, take I, I, I'd take anything right now, to be completely honest. We're getting desperate, but if Manscaped are watching, if they can fund it, just go for it. Go for it. Heard go of it. Heard of it, Qatari owners, Manscaped. And I know. Aldo's, Aldo's also asked, uh, they should give 22%. I asked me, and they said no. I did. I was like, can we do 22%? Because it would have made sense. But you know how these corporate businesses are, mate. Uh, no, they, they said no, unfortunately. So we might be able to run it one day, but not not quite not quite yet. I'm still trying, though, because 22 would just be better, wouldn't it? 22% off. Yeah, that would, would just be, be better. But thank you, Manscaped, as always. Um, absolutely fantastic. And I generally, but people think we're, we're kind of 
no. paid to no. do this. See the handyman thing? It's, it's class, man. Really, it's brilliant. It really is. Their stuff is great. And you're going to see it, everyone in the comments, you're going to see it because Scotia's clean shaven. Like, he's used mm. the handyman. He's shaved his hair. He's, he's gone. He's, full, he's bald. Full bald. He's went uh, full. Um, he's went full Neo in this, the Matrix bit where he bursts out that um, whatever it's called, the pod thing. When he bursts out of that, like all the things come off him. He's bald, a baby. That's Scotia now. He keeps sending me Brazil flags. I don't know what that means, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, gentlemen, listen. One one thing I want to uh, kind of take, kind of speak to you about before we, I want to speak about the managerial appointments as well. But um, other managerial potential appointments. There's been a few managers, as I said. What names have been thrown about in Rangers Twitter, press, talk sport, blah blah blah. Um, but just before I do. I want to speak about Stephen Davis, who, again, we will reiterate as a Rangers legend, he has the impossible job that nobody would want in this world at the moment um, of trying to steady this ship, shall we call it. Um, and he, he, he's got to get results. So he's got a. I don't know how he does it, but Ali, I'll come to you. If you are Stephen Davis and you are in charge of Sunday, what do you do differently? What do you do to, to swing this around as much as you can in preparation for a new manager coming in? Because I'm convinced it's not going to be Stephen Davis that's going to be in, in the chair uh, long term. So what does Stephen Davis do? Because I think he said the wrong things after the, after the, the game last right. night, but I think it's very media-trained stuff to say. So I'm not going to point the finger too much at him. But what does he need to do, Ali? What, what would you do next if you were Stephen Davis? Yeah, what he said last night, Ryan, was not the right thing. I get why he said it. He doesn't want to throw them under yeah. the bus. But he, he basically said he couldn't fault their effort, which I don't know what game he was watching, but he's got pals in that dressing room, Ryan, which gives me the fear at times because he's got pals in there. Um, but if I'm if I'm Stephen Davis on, on Sunday, I'm ripping it up to a point. I'm, I'm dropping big players. I mean, you'll, you'll come on to teams, but I'm dropping big players and I'm playing the youth. I'm playing some of these, not all of, all of them, but some of them. I thought young McCausland in 10 minutes showed more in 10 minutes than Sam Lammers did in whole season, if you want to say. I thought he showed a bit of desire. He wanted the ball. I said to Carney at half-time, I says, see these guys aren't doing it. Take them off. Put the young boys on. What's the worst that's going to happen? At least you'll get a bit of desire from them. At least the fans will get behind them. So <clears throat> for me, I'm dropping a couple of big names on, on Sunday, Ryan. And I'm putting a couple of these boys in and saying, there you go, there's your chance. New manager hopefully coming in after me. There's your chance to show where you should be staying in that team, Ryan. Will it happen? Of course it won't. It'll be pretty much the same team um, for Sunday. I'd be shocked if he changes it up. But if it was me, I'd be, well, we'll come on to teams later, but I'll be taking some big names out there, put some guys in that I think deserve, and a couple of youth guys in there as well, and said, there's your big chance. Go and show it in the park on Sunday. Because it's three points is must for us. I mean, St Myrna are talking about going six points clear to us. <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't be happening, but fair play to them. They've been playing really well this season. They will fancy themselves on Sunday. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Um, but that shouldn't be happening this stage of the season. St Myrna talking about going six, six points clear to Rangers, but that's what I would be doing on, on Sunday, Ryan, if I was the manager. Yeah, and you know, 
applause goes to you, Alistair, because you were choking to tell me your team there, and you, you refrained yourself held twice. Held it back. Held it back. He did. He refrained his tweet. He's a professional podcaster, and he's putting in <laughs> what a performance you're putting in the night. What a performance. Um, Carney, I, I do feel sorry for Stephen Davis. I, I did get frustrated when I heard his interview. Uh, I didn't listen to it all because I came out and I thought, don't you start uh, kind of thing. But I do think he's got this impossible task of being a football manager, which he is not. Um, being an intern manager, which he's not yet either. He's never done this before. He's got friends in there. It's a media-trained answer, but just watch what you're saying. Sense the tone a wee bit. What does he do? What does he do on Sunday or, or going forward to this new management team around to change this? Yeah, I think when things are bad, right, you, you, you start really thinking about everything in terms of the club and was putting Steve Davis in this position the right thing to do? I don't know. I really don't. Looking at it now and after the, the things that he said after the game, I'm going, this may not have been the best idea. Look, I'm not criticising Davis at all before we go any further because it's not his fault. He's not going to say no. He's a Rangers man through and through. And <clears throat> he thought, well, I'm going to need it kind of thing. I'm going to need it because what else are we going to do? Um, but coming out and saying, it's one of those ones, as soon as the words left his mouth, I can't fault their effort. He probably went, oh, God, why did I say that? He probably, he knows himself. Steve Davis isn't stupid. What he's seen last night is nowhere near the effort the, uh, the effort required to be a Rangers player. He's not daft. So it was probably one of those ones where he went, oh, and he's, he's, I, I kind of felt, I, well, at first I went, are you, are, you, are you mad? Are you literally mad? But no, I think in hindsight, looking at back at it, he's probably made a, a bit of an error there. Um, it's a tough, a tough interview to try and handle after the kind of disaster that we've seen and he's probably feeling mega let down and I hope he is feeling let down and I hope that's a catalyst for him to be brave and go out from this position that he is in in a in a blaze of a blaze of glory with uh, being brave and dropping the players as I say that Ali's Ali's mentioning there. Um he ha- if I was a Rangers manager, he's got nothing to lose right now. I know it's a must for us to get three points. Uh, it is, of course it is. But at the end of the day, we're in the situation that we are because of the players that are being consistently picked to represent us on the football pitch. So when McCausland came on, I thought he looked great. He looked full of energy. He looked buzzing. Um, he, he obviously delighted to get on and wanted to make an impact. But I think... I think we're all kidding ourselves on if Steve, you think Steve Davis is going to do that because I don't think he will, unfortunately. Um, and I know that's a, a, a bit of a, a pill for us all to swallow, including myself, but I, I don't see him doing that. I think it'll be a rather similar team, um, which is unfortunate, but it's really the new it's the new, the new manager that would need to make that massive call because I don't really think it's on Davis. Um, Billy, thank you so much for the, the super sticker, mate, and the £10. That's absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much, mate. Really do appreciate that. But yeah, I'm the same as Ali though. If it was me in charge, I'd be looking at who's sitting around about, who's on the fringes of breaking into the first team and I would be giving them a go because it certainly cannot be any worse than what we've seen. And at least we'll see a group of players that actually want to try, that are actually at the 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 start of their careers, more so towards their end. And the, the, we would see some hunger, we would see some desire, we would see some application, I, I think, if it was to happen. I hope he's brave. I hope he's brave, uh, but I'm not going to put a bet on it, put it that way. No, if I was putting a bet on I would bet against it, which is disappointing, but I think he's... Stephen Davis is such a nice guy. I think he's even liked by 
like the other side of the city. I think there's a lot of respect for them I... with Stephen Davis. Is he the kind of guy that's going to walk in there and go start um, kicking bottles about and saying you're not pulling your weight and being a bit of a, a kind of sketch show, angry Rangers die? He's not going to do that. He's not going to do that. He's going to pals act, play your friends. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Stick with the old guard, whatever. But I think that's what he's going to do um, during his short term. Um, but we need the opposite of that. And that's when I think a, a, a new manager will come in and start ripping things up, I hope. Um, so speaking about new managers, guys, we obviously are without a, a permanent manager at the moment. There was a wee day um, there where I felt as if everyone and their dog was getting linked with the job. Sound coming from iBooks is that the Rangers did interview um, Kevin Muscat the other day there. That, that broke through Chris Jack, I believe, and... The rumour today, well, as well as that Rangers interviewed Frank Lampard um, for the job as well. Uh, where do you start with this one? So, Kevin Muscat, obviously managing in, in Japan, Yokohama, I can't remember the name of him. Scotia would save me with that one. Um, formerly played with Rangers, a kind of known hard man, um, has a certain style about his team. I have not seen any of their games, but I've heard that it's... Um, it's, de- it's decent football that they do play. I think he's won a I think he's won a league title with him as well. Frank Lampard, for me, doesn't have great credentials as a, a manager. He, he didn't do much down south. Managed Derby, Chelsea, Everton. Maybe got one or two of those jobs based on his name. But so did Stephen Gerrard. Um, I have a certain other name that I, I quite fancy for the job. It won't go down very well. But Ali, what's your thoughts on... Rangers are interviewing. I can trust these where this is coming from. In terms of Chris Jack, I'm pretty sure Kevin Moscat, if he's saying Kevin Moscat's been interviewed for the job, I would imagine has been. And where the Lampard one came from was talk sport. He's obviously very he's, he's, he's English talk sport are well in the know we a lot of English players now, English um, agents. I would imagine Lampard is in the running for this. What's your views on? On the names that are mentioned, and is there anyone who you who you'd like to see get the job? If you, if you don't, I can disclose that, Ali. That's up to you. <laughs> I know who you're going to come out with. So everyone, like comments, strap yourself in. Strap yourself um, in, Jaylee. Strap <laughs> yourself in. But um, of who's been mentioned, Ryan Frank Lampard for me. It's a no for me. It's a no. Um, if he wasn't called Frank Lampard, we. I doubt he'd be getting interviewed. It's, it's on his name, like you were saying, Ryan. Did all right at Derby. After that, he's been a disaster. Even when he came back as caretaker, Chelsea manager, did he win one game in 12 or so? I don't know what it was, but it was utter disaster. So, Frank Lampard, for me, no, doesn't he get me going that one? A lot of fans on Twitter, social media, again, are against it. Muscat, a bit unknown. They're probably looking at Postacoglu over in the J-League similarities if you want to say he plays a tank football I'd be lying if I, if I sat here and said I knew everything about this how his team playing I've watched that I haven't from what I've read he plays a tank football does it excite me I don't know I, but I don't know who really excites me the guy Clement as well that we're talking about it was at Monaco um, he's been it was a Bruges or something so yeah Belgium yeah, he, he yeah. Was in, but, Ali and how successful we be in that Belgian league? Not very. No, no, I know, I know. I'll be honest right now, Ryan. I don't know who I want, and that's me being blatantly honest. I really do not know. 
it's not down to me to pick the next Rangers. It's down to this board. And do I trust the Rangers board to get it right? Probably not at the moment with a track record. But out of those two, Muscat, if I had to be pushed, but there's nobody that's really, really, I've sat and went, no, I really want him, really want him. So at the moment, I can't give you a name, Ryan, because I really don't know. I really don't know, but I can tell you, I wouldn't want Frank Lampard. He's one that I don't want. I know he's managing England up here's a bit different, but nah for me. It seems Sorry, to be... I could be a name. That's all right, Ali. I was I thought you were you were going to sway again there, but no, you didn't get there. Um <laughs> it seems to be uh, it's quite the, the popular opinion that no I don't think a lot of Rangers fans want Frank Lampard. i I'll be honest with you, I'm not totally against it. If I had a choice, no, I don't want him. If I if you had to force me, I don't want him. If he appears at Ibrox next week with the scarf above him, I'm behind him 150%. That's, that's the way it goes. The way I was with Beal, it wasn't my choice, but I was behind him 150%. There, there's no getting away from it. If you're the Rangers manager, I'm all for you. I, personally, my, my choice just now, boys, is I feel as if we're picking from a poor bunch. I feel as if it feels like not the right time to appoint a manager. I feel that the Rangers board should maybe just hold back just now and go, do you know what? Let's get a director of football in place. Let's see what happens from now to Christmas. Let's try and make this job a bit more appealing because I don't think it's appealing to, to managers at the moment. I don't think coming in here and looking at that squad of players playing last night, Harry Potter, never mind Graham Potter, is not going to get a tune out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not they, they are a bad bunch and a bad bunch who are at the end and we have added a poor transfer window to that bad bunch and I think there's no short fix to this, whoever comes in. Carney, like we said, Lampard mentioned uh, Kevin Muscat. Apparently two of them have had interviews. Um, the rumours are, or who else was it? Was it Knutson? Uh, Janssen guy as well. Yeah, Pascal Janssen. Yeah. What's, what's your views on this? Do you do you have a preference or what, what, what are you thinking about the, the next managerial appointment? Yeah, but I'm kind of the same with Lampard, to be honest. It doesn't excite me at all. It really doesn't. I know his his win record the last time against with Chelsea was horrific. It really was, but it's Chelsea, and I mean it's it is what it is. I suppose he done not bad at a spell with Derby for a while. Um, he was doing all right there. Did he not win them promotion or something? He missed promotion, I think, didn't he? Did he miss promotion? Did he miss it? Somebody in the comments might grab that for us. I think he didn't promote them. Did they not? Um, <clears throat> so maybe not. Uh, maybe not. Uh, I, I, I don't know for sure. Um, the only thing that appeals to me with Lampard is I don't think he would suffer fools very gladly. I, I'm pretty sure he would be pretty, pretty strict, pretty full on, pretty no way of holding back and dropping and making big calls. I think he would do um, because I think he would be desperate to try and please the fans as well. But no, just not for me. Something about it just doesn't sit quite right. But all the all the names really been mentioned. I mean, the, the Philip Clement, um, he's won the league with uh, two Belgian teams. But you know, like, okay, yeah, and maybe to a certain extent, Kevin Muscat. I have the fear that everybody's going to expect Foster Coglu <laughs> to happen like that. The same kind of the same kind of effect to happen, and I don't think that's. Particularly true, they came from the same place. It was like Victoria or something that they were at before they went to um, before they went to Japan. But I mean, who knows? I don't. 
not that I'm turning my nose up to the market, I'm open to any market in the world, but I don't want to be look like that we're copying them, basically. And that's I know that's pathetic as it sounds, it is, but I don't want to be seen as if we're copying them. But out of all of them, yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, I, there's there's not many that really stand out to me um, that really get me excited at all. Um, but I think it's a it's a kind of it's a display of where we are. It's it shows where we are as a football club. We are we're kind of rudderless just now, and we're just kind of floating about, and we're just hoping something happens and something sticks. And I think that's what the board are almost hoping for, is that something happens, something sticks. All of a sudden, they'll buy themselves a bit of time, and we'll go again. The the border will live and die by this appointment. Um, if in a year's time we are sitting here having this same conversation, then every single person that's on that board will be removed from that board because we can't continue on to like this. Every <coughs> every October to be sitting looking for a new manager, we can't we can't continue to go down this road. So out of all them mentioned, mate, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Um, Muscat, maybe because he's played for us before, that's the only thing that's pulling me towards him. That's the only thing that I have. I couldn't tell you anything about the way he plays football. I do not watch Japanese football. I don't even watch, I hardly watch English football. Never mind watching the, the the Japan League. So, but that's the only thing, mate. It's the only thing I can cl- click it on. Um, but it has to be right. They both have to get it spot on. Um, are you actually going to say who you think who you were? Flirting with the idea of, are you not? I don't yeah. want to put you under pressure, mate. See if you don't want to say you don't need. Not at all, no. I, I, I listen, Justin. I've got, I've thank you so opinion, much. Mate. Hang on. Sorry, Ryan. Ali, do you want to do mm-hmm. your bit? Thank you very much, Justin. <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> thanks, Justin, mate. Appreciate that. Yeah, thanks, Justin. Um, no, no. I, I, I'm certainly happy to say who I fancy for the job. I know it's, I know it's the, the minority, the Rangers fans that want this. I've seen Pete Lawrence. It's the same. He wants the same person. There's a couple of fans that want them. I've got my reasons behind it, but just before I do say it, it I totally agree with you in terms of this appointment. I don't want this board to rush this because no. I think they rushed Beal. And I think if Gio's made himself available, I think they've rushed Gio as well. This appointment cannot be the wrong one because this appointment is either going to take us away from that lot in terms of trophies or they're going to overtake us in trophies. That's how important this appointment is. And we all that for me that's what it's always about is beating them, and it always will be for it. I'm the small, small headed old firm fan. If you want to say that's all I care about is beating them, and for me this is the biggest appointment that we could possibly have. So they've got to get it right. I don't I don't mind before I say who I fans. I, I want for the job, and I know I'll get most people don't want them, which is fine. Um, but I like the idea. That I think it was Blue Nose John again said getting a steady hand in terms of like Neil Warnock to the end of the season and then then looking to see who's available and then looking at what manager can come in because I just don't think it is the right the right time you're looking for a manager. It's the worst time. And for me, if I had a choice just now and you could pick anybody that, that would come and take the job, I would. I'd take Derek McInnes. And my reasons are he's, he knows the standards of this club. He loves Glasgow Rangers. He's won trophy after trophy with Rangers. He's won a trophy with Aberdeen. He knows the Scottish game and he's got management experience, which Michael Beale did not have, which Stephen Gerrard did not have. And they underestimated the Scottish League. As did Geo at the time, I think Derek McInnes plays football with the cards he's dealt with. I think he sets his teams out not to attack Rangers or Celtic because why would he? Because he'll get battered. I know why people have got a, a kind of poor opinion of 
the, the kind of football Derek McInnes plays, I get it. But for me, I would take him. I would. And I think a lot of Rangers fans are better because he knocked his back. See, at the time, Rangers were in absolute turmoil. The board were all over the place. Nobody knew where the money was coming from. Fans had just come back from a kind of boycott of Ashley, etc. Derek McInnes is well in his right to knock that job back. And I think we need to go over that. I would appoint him. I wouldn't be opposed to it. So I get why. I get why people don't want them. I do, but that's that's just my opinion, and, and it's all about opinions, guys. Um, so there, I put myself out there, and I will get slaughtered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are here, so I've got a few minutes left. We'll talk about the Simon game because I know we're all desperate to talk about this Rangers current team again. Um, <laughs> we play St Mirren on Sunday, boys. St Mirren are above us in the league. Don't laugh. Um, they're playing brilliant this season, boys. There's no getting away from it. They're having a stormer this season. Apart from that lot, I cannot think of anyone worse to play just now. They will be up for it. So their last game, they drew with Kilmarnock away. We didn't do well there. Game before that, they got put out the cup from Hibs. Um, they beat Hearts at home. They beat Motherwell away. A couple of draws. And they beat Motherwell at home. They are playing very well at the moment. They are second in the league. Um, I said last night, I think I said last night on the pod, that I, I hate saying this, I don't fancy on Sunday. I just think this we're in turmoil. Ali, what's your views on Sunday? What are you expecting? Um, and also, if you give me your team, mate, I want to change this tonight. Don't give me your team, as in what Stephen Davis, what team would Ali Pearson pick on Sunday? Okay. What do I expect on Sunday, Ryan? The same. I don't expect anything. Yeah. I expect the same garbage we've watched all season and the what we've watched, particularly the last two games. I don't think we'll see a reaction. I think we'll see a St Mirren team, Ryan, right up for it on Sunday. They will come after us, St Mirren. They're flying at the moment. Um, they'll fancy themselves, like I said, alone, rightfully so. They should be the favourites, St Mirren, going into it. I've not actually looked at the bookies' odds to see what odds we are, but I would have St Mirren as favourites for, for Sunday, um, looking at the two teams at the moment. Uh, in terms of teams, I'll, I'll give you my team, Ryan, and, and what I would pick if I if I was there. Jack Butland and goal. Sterling at right back. And I don't think Sterling's that great a signing, I'll be honest about it. I don't think he's that great. But I would play Sterling. I'd play John Souter. Davies. Yilmaz, if he's fit. I don't know if he's fit. Yilmaz. Midfield for me would be Raskin. Sefuentes, who I don't think has been great, but it's slim pickings at the moment. Bailey Rice, for me, I'd put him in there. But the only problem we've got with these B-team players is the B-team play Ibrox on Saturday against Monaco in a friendly, so I you don't know who's... You can pull can, them. Yeah, you, I'd expect him to pull them, so that's my midfield and my up top. Again, I don't know if Danilo's fit, but I'm going on the basis he's not. Um, Seema keeps his place. Kamara Roof through the middle, and I'm playing McCausland. That's my team, Ryan. And do you want my score as well? Yeah, score for it, please. I'll give you my score. I'll give you my score based on I don't think it will be that team I picked. I think it'll be the team um, that we pretty much seen last night. And thanks very much, Jim, as always. Much appreciated. I'll um, I'll be honest. I always pick a Rangers win, but I'll be honest what I think it's going to be in Sunday Ryan, right? 1-1. Um, one, one. That's what I think it'll be. Um, I think we'll get a draw against the And It's a sad, sad thing to say sitting here. I like to be optimistic. I always want to... Um, give Rangers the win, but 
we always say as we see in this podcast, we'll be honest, and I'm being honest, I think it'll be a draw. Um, that's been kind of Rangers, Ryan, but one each for me. That's where you left with, Ali. That's where you left with, so don't, uh, no apologies necessary. Um, Carney, St Mirren will, there's no doubt they'll be up for it. They will They will know this is a great chance to beat to beat Rangers. Um, what are you expecting on, on Sunday? You're looking forward to it? <laughs> I can't wait, mate. I cannot wait. I've never looked forward to an international break, mate, but I am very much looking forward <laughs> to this one. Um, Rangers are still favourites, by the way. I just checked that on, the, on Sky. It's five and a half are, to one, St. Mum, is it? Nah, they are, yeah. They're still, they are still favourites. <clears throat> um, what am I expecting? I'm expecting a St. Mum team that you expect to beat Rangers on Sunday. That's what I expect. I, if I was a St. Mum player, I would be, I'd be ready to bolt. I would be ready to go. I would be ready to start right from the start and put as much pressure as you can on on Rangers. Um, I, 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 my team's the same as Ali's, with the exception of um, I'd play Jack over Sifuentes. Is he fit, Jack? Um, is, he, is he fit? I, th- I think, I don't know. I don't know. Right, I mean, that's I don't the know. reason I didn't put him in. I know. I've got no idea. I've got no idea if he's fit. If he is fit, then I would play him over Sifuentes. Um, but I would play exactly the same team. Maybe the only other one, possibly Balogun, to play ahead of Davis because I don't think he was great the other night. But I think he was been decent a few games before it, so I can t- see why Ali's leaving him in there. Um, and yeah, if we play that team, I expect I would expect a bit of a buzz about um, the travel and support. I would expect a wee bit of a buzz around the squad itself because there would be an injection of freshness in there, youth, people that want to play, new players looking to really make their, their mark in terms of the new manager coming in. But I mean Sterling, um, obviously in Yilmaz even to that extent. And Suter. I mean Suter, I, I think he should um, he should be feeling quite sorry for himself, the fact that he got dropped. Um, but yeah, I don't expect that to be the team. I think the team will be very similar to the other night. If we play the team that I pick, and me and Ali have similarly picked, I think Rangers can win it. Uh, I think we will concede, but I would go for 2-1 Rangers. If he plays the team that we saw on um, Thursday night last night, I expect Rangers to drop points, and I could even see Rangers getting beat. Um, and I'm just me being as brutally honest as I can be. Uh, if we pick exactly the same team as the start of the other night, I wouldn't be shocked if we were sitting here on Sunday um, discussing a defeat. I really wouldn't because some are not going to want this more than we are. And it's really as simple as that if that team goes out um, again. So, yeah, but I'll go with my team. I'll go with 2-1 Rangers if they do play my team. And I'll go Kamar Roof, the first goal scorer. Ryan, just just before you yep. say yours, I've seen a couple of phone comments. This is in Twitter. Frank Lampard's been ruled out to the next Rangers manager, so he will not oh, be the next Rangers manager. Hallelujah. I thought you were about to say I thought you were about to say he's just announced. I was like, we'll slap ourselves in match, but we're here for another no. hour. <laughs> the final the final the final uh, Chris Jack, who's obviously in the know, final stage interviews will be next week, but Frank Lampard will not be in the final process. There we go. Here's an interesting one for you. Do you think that's just decisions been made on the basis of Rangers fans' feedback? Or yes. they've been watching this podcast, maybe. Because <laughs> they because they've fa- they've fancied him at some point. They have. Yeah, 100%. They fancied that commercial. Somebody said they fancied that commercial appointment. Somebody's been like, ah, he'll get, he'll get the, the, the bums in the seats. And okay. it, uh, Anyway, sorry. Aye, it, it, I can listen. It's hard to say it. It's hard to say it because someone will be up for it more than us. And yeah, I'm going with a similar team as you both. I would like to see Bailey Rice. I play Bailey Rice 
in a second. <clears throat> I play McCausland. I don't even know what formation I'm playing here. I play Zach Lovelace. I would play them. I would play them and I'd say, listen, you go enjoy your football day, and that'll be it. That's all I'd say to them. And I'll go 2-1 Rangers. Uh, sack lovely first goal, whatever. Um, gentlemen, never easy. It's horrible to do that. It's, it's horrible mood amongst the Rangers fans. I can see it in the comments. I hope that we come across as natural as we can. That I'll never hide the way I feel about Rangers. I will smile one day on this podcast. I will be positive <laughs> on this podcast one day because Rangers will be back one day. Uh, so keep tuning in for that. It'll be a revelation for you all. But I want to say thank you to everyone being in the comments. Please keep supporting the podcast. Like it, share it, subscribe. The donations tonight are unbelievable. I'm overwhelmed by it. And honestly, it's, it's so it's so warming to see it. Uh, we really appreciate the support we get. Um, I hope your team win at the weekend. Let me say goodbye to my guests and thank you for, for staying with me an extra five minutes. Ali Pearson, you have a fantastic weekend. And another holiday. Enjoy yourself, mate. Yes, I'm um, taking a leaf out of your book, Ryan, and going on holiday. So, um, yes, I will uh, I will enjoy it. I actually said to my missus, um, Rangers are playing St Mirren. Oh, the first day of our holidays on the Sunday, I said, we could go to a, a pub and watch it. That went down like a lead balloon. So, um, <laughs> the, positive, the positive for me is I will not be watching Rangers on Sunday. Mm. Um, but I will be um, tuning in my phone to, to keep updated what's happening. So, um Yes, good luck with the, the match reaction, lads. And I will be back um, in a week's time, hopefully. <laughs> good, mate. That sounds like you're going to enjoy yourself on Sunday then, no matter what. Yeah. Um, and Carney, thank you very much, mate. I know it's been growing for both of us this week. Um, so hope you enjoy your day on Sunday. Yeah, uh, I hope I do as well, mate. I really do. I hope I do. Ali, enjoy your holiday, mate. Just get the missus full of wine, mate, and you'll be able to watch anything that you want, mate. You'll be absolutely fine. Uh, and also, my wee man's just woke up, so he's obviously, oh, either that, he's just extremely upset because he's just had to watch this podcast for an hour. I don't really know. But uh, yeah, look, it's what it is. We'll always be honest in this podcast, generally. There's no point in us not being honest. Where do we stand if I'm going to sit here and pretend to you that everything's fine when we all know it isn't? I'm not... Um, naive enough or silly enough to try and pull wool over anybody's eyes. This is our honest thoughts, and uh, we'll always remain the same at it, negative or not. Um, it's the way things are just now. Thank you so much to everybody in the chat, all the new members, all the subscribers, all the donations. Generally, it's fantastic. The pod is going from strength to strength, and I can't thank you enough for the support. Um, we'll just need to roll on to Sunday, and we'll see see what comes of it. So, yeah, um, roll on international break, please. Oh, roll on that international break indeed, yeah. So thank you everyone for getting involved. We will oh, see and you on sorry, Sunday. Uh, Scotia is back from Italy, by the way. He is okay, he's just working. So he's kind of run out of time to get here tonight. But I've, I've seen a few people asking. Scotia is fine. <laughs> He'll be back soon, I promise. <laughs> he's fine, he's fine, but tune in um, for the next podcast so you can see Skinhead as a picture. Yeah, as an absolute yeah. picture, but do tune in for that. Yeah, thank you everyone for getting involved. Um, we will be back on Sunday for another therapy session so everybody can join us in. We are Club at 22. Enjoy your weekend. Sports Social Podcast Network.